This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs. Greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hit makers. Now, Kate Bush is a story to tell properly. She, she's got a story going in, going on. She was born, and I can't believe this, 30th of July, 1958, which makes her 62. Unbelievable. So, um, as a kid, I can remember her being around, and I remember it being a big deal. And then I did my research on her, and I remember why. So, English singer, songwriter, musician, dancer, record producer, very key, the end bit. Um... In 1978, at age 19, she topped the charts, the UK charts, for four weeks with her debut single, which was Wuthering Heights. That's not the one I'm about to play. Um, And that made her the first female artist to achieve a UK number one with a self-written song at 19 years old. Unbelievable. Um, She then, since, has released 25 um, UK top 40 singles, including top 10 hits, Uh, The Man with the Child in His Eyes. If anyone's remembering this, they'll be laughing. Babushka, which I'm going to play because it's just weird and I want to tell you about it. Running, and by the way, she's known for that. Her lyrics are weird and she bases them on on books she's written and characters in books. She always did it. Running Up That Hill. She did Don't Give Up with Peter Gabriel. Do you remember the Peter Gabriel song, Don't Give Up? Yeah, I'm just trying to... This this is Weathering Heights? Weathering Heights. I'm trying to remember this artist. Don't remember this? No. Is, she, is she like Bjork? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. She's a bit, but she's a okay. bit, okay, okay. but she's better looking and like more attractive. <laughs> you know, Bjork was just like, I'm really weird. Yeah. I, I mean, amazing, <laughs> but, but Bjork was just like proper weird. I hear um, you. Whereas wow. Kate Bush, men were like, oh, okay, you're, well, you're I mean. delicious. Um, <laughs> Try uh, Peter G- Peter Gabriel. Don't give up. I love Peter Gabriel. Okay. Yeah. I, I, she did a duo, a very famous duo with him, uh, and we okay. can play that later on. Okay. So yeah. Try, try uh, this one. I, I, when was this released? Like this is. Uh, uh, when was that? Mm. This has got to be the nineties. Oh, maybe I know this one. Yeah. I love Peter Gabriel. You, you've done Peter Gabriel before. On the I movie. have. I feel like I have anyway. Yeah. He's. Um, it's uh, one of those. Uh, I was taught to fight, taught to win. I know yeah, this you song. Know that one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that and that was obviously later on. So mm. that's why. Um, but all ten of her studio albums reached the top ten in the UK. Okay. Uh, she had number one albums with Never Forever and Hounds of Love. Hounds of Love, another one. That's 1985. Um, and the whole comp- compilation, which was her, you know, best of. Um, she was the first British solo female artist to top the UK album charts and the first female artist to enter the album chart at number one. This girl literally entered the scene like a rocket. She just tornado swept through and sat there at number one. She began writing songs at 11, very, very musical, signed to EMI Records after David Gilmore from Pink Floyd helped mm. produce a demo tape for her. Wow. Well, I mean, anyone who gets a demo tape done by David Gilmore is probably going to get a deal. I don't, you know, um, that's a given. But her debut album, The Kick Inside, was released in 78. It was fine, but it wasn't until she kind of got artistic independence and she started producing her own albums that they started to do well. And as soon as that happened, amazing. Off she went. And she took this really long hiatus between her seventh and eighth albums. She went from 1983, no, sorry, 1993 to 
to 2005 and didn't release anything, nothing at all, just went off the radar. Um, so how many years is that? That's a lot. It's, uh, look at you and me doing math. The two artists will now do math. Seven and five together makes 12. 12 years. 12 years. 13. She's been, okay, I'll run with whatever you're saying. I'll subtract. I'm, I'm numerically dyslexic. Um, so what, what she said about that was that she never really felt comfortable performing live because lots of people have never, you know, she just doesn't really do much live performance. Um, doesn't like to. But um, in 2014, she did this massive concert called Before the Dawn, and um, it was huge. And everyone went, oh, my goodness. She's very eclectic. She was very experimental at the time. I mean, everything's been kind of done now. But she had unconventional lyrics, and she always used books, as I said, so always literary themes. And she had this, um, she was influenced by, like, a diverse kind of range of artists. And as a result, she just had this weird ethical way about her she was a dancer as well but when she dances it's like bjork in a beautiful long lean body like it was always what do you have quite against weird bjork, Anna? No, nothing but she was weird do you remember when she wore the swan dress to the award yeah but i mean look lady gaga was weird and everyone is embracing her lady, right yeah no exactly but but i think bjork broke the sound barrier oh on yeah, that yeah. One. she's unique yeah. i would say uh, yeah absolutely and the music was incredible um she won so many things. She had 13 different accolades. So Best British Female Artist in 87, nominated for three Grammy Awards. In 2002, she was recognised as an Ivor Novello Award and her outstanding contributions to British music. She's got an OBE from the Queen. Um, she's in the 2000... Sorry, yes, 2013 New Year Honours for services to music, all sorts. Um, so the woman is weird. She, but she comes from Kent, which just cracks me up. Because you say all these wonderful things about her, and then you go, and she's from Kent. Um, but she, but she is. Uh, her father was a doctor, and her mother was a nurse. Cool. Uh, super cool. She break through. But yeah, and she had a brother and sister, and she brought you know n nothing big going on in the house, um, but lots of music. And then off she went, and she just became this this really sort of incredible figure. She also did um, sort of bits and pieces of TV. Wuthering Heights is interesting because Wuthering Heights is mm. a song about. Can you do you know who wrote Wuthering Heights? No. Damn it. Mm. Right, guys, four two one five. Who wrote Wuthering Heights? People will be screaming at the radio. Like she doesn't. Um, when you're saying wrote, like she hasn't. Uh, she she obviously someone wrote for her. That's what you're saying. No. She wrote them. Oh, okay. She wrote all of her songs. Well, most mm. of them. Yeah, she wrote, but she produced all her own albums. Let me tell you why I've put... 1978, I know, right? I'm going back. Mm. Babushka. The song is called Babushka. It's a Russian word. So okay. if our, okay, okay. If our um, if our marketing manager is listening, <laughs> ah, uh, sure. lovely Christina, Shout she'll Christina. be going, that is a Russian word. Uh, babushka. <laughs> um, and... Uh, it, she found out afterwards, apparently, Kate Bush found out after she'd sung the song that babushka actually means uh, grandmother in ah, Russian. Ah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it has the emphasis on the front of the word, babushka or something. Yeah. I don't know. You're going to get know. a call right now from uh, Christina or audience. Yeah. Babushka. Yeah. What's wrong with you, Anna? Apparently, but that's, no, that's, not that's emphasis on the, uh, yeah. Yeah, on the end. Christina, uh, is that you? No? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, and that was released in 19, it was released in 1980 and it spent this is why it's huge 10 weeks in the charts peaking at number 5 even bigger in Australia it peaked at number 2 and was the 20th best selling single of the whole year Ooh. so um, according to an interview 
um, Kate Bush had, had sort of seen it or read this sort of story um, of this wife's desire. And this is what it's about. It's a wife's desire to test her husband's loyalty. <laughs> so she dresses up and she's riding a horse and she goes to meet her husband and she tries to tempt him. Oh. Um, but all he says to her is, it's funny, it's uncanny. You remind me of my wife, but years ago when she had loads of spirit and personality. And, and the character is completely broken by it because he does fall in love with her as Babushka. But only because it's she her. reminds him uh, of his of wife. Yeah, but she's completely tormented by the fact that her husband was disloyal in her eyes. So it's a very tormented figure, even wow. though it's because she was like her. So she, she, she breaks right. her own. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's a story that she'd heard. So she wrote a song about it. So when you listen to it now, that's why it's spooky and sort of eerie and weird and the artist is weird but she's super cool Kate Bush we're going back to 1980 this is Babushka Russian word Babushka from the music greats Yalaho Yala Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.